I know. I think at one point, I probably would have wanted to be like an elf or something. But I think that in my soul, I'm probably a hobbit. Well, today we've got we've got Andy on our show, who is also a podcaster. We're we're getting lots of um, podcasters, podcasters now, podcasters and TikTokers. Yeah, we're this is just... great content creators. I think. Yeah, that's, that's the term the kids yeah. use, right? <laughs> I think so. If uh, if I'm picking up what the kids are putting down, but yeah. Um, well, awesome. Uh, I think first off i kind of want to go through a q a before we jump into our subject today if that works for you sure awesome all right so first question i have for you that i have for everybody right all, all of mm. these questions are the same for everybody it's, really it makes to. it no i don't need really to change anything change it it's great just for one person <laughs> all right so first um what got you into tolkien you know that's a great question um so for me it was you know, I think it was the hype around the movies coming out. And, you know, I probably hadn't really thought about it. You know, I mean, at the time I was like, what, 11? Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think that, you know, I didn't probably know about movies until like a month before they came out. But my mom was on top of this one. And she was like, you know what? I have never read these and I have always wanted to read these. So let's read them together. Cause I was a big reader. I mean, I was the kid that, you know I quit gymnastics and ballet and I just was like, can I just go read in my room? That's cool (laughs) with everyone. I'm just gonna go play pretend and like read in my room and you know, make up stories myself. And so she was like, okay, let's read these together. And so we bought um, one of the sets and I recently have been seeing more people talking about this um, on Twitter, especially about how like, like the movie covers versus like other oh, yeah, versions yeah, yeah. of the cover. But yeah, our saw- very first copy was the, it was the Hobbit with the John Howe um, picture of Gandalf, like walking up to Bag End, but then it was, um, you know, like Frodo and Saruman and Aragorn on on the covers like the movie the movie mm-hmm. ones oh, okay yeah. yeah gotcha yeah so that's what we did and we read them together and I was just like so pumped you know so then by the time the movie came around I was like yes let's yeah. go and was totally ready to be you know swept away by those stories and you know, and then I think that once we got the extended editions, I think that, you know, that didn't help at all because it was just like all the behind the scenes. And it was so just great. Like, it was I love the, the behind I mean, the scenes stuff. Like hours and, and hours. And yeah. It's all the stuff that like book readers would appreciate. Right. Right. Not necessarily people who are just going to a movie to 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 go watch a movie. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, he threw stuff in there that's like, oh, this was from the book right yeah so. i mean the there were tolkien documentaries on there yeah. you yeah. know that was probably my first time that i actually learned about the man behind the book because i mean i was 11 i wasn't doing <laughs> research about who was writing my books you know I was right just like, this is yeah. good this is cool um so yeah so that's kind of what sparked it and then you know i've been rereading lord of the rings like every year more or less since then and then with things like 
you know, I think I survived like lore wise off of the appendices for like many years and kept trying to read the Silmarillion <laughs> and being like, you know what? Someday, someday book. It's a little, it's a little advanced for an 11 year old. Yeah. Right? So yeah. even, even like my, my whole thing. And when, you know, when Chris asked me this exact same question, you know, about a year it's what ago, I do. Uh, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, I read the Hobbit cause my brother gave me the Hobbit. He said, it's a, it's a good book to read. Um, mm-hmm. I was in like high school and I started the Lord of the Rings cause it was the next book. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. I could not get past the council of Elrond, like the entire, like first, that, that first section of the book to me mm-hmm. was super slow. And so I just kind of put it down and then I picked it up again before the movies came out. I was like, I should really yeah. do this before the movies come out. It's um, funny because I think my biggest, like my big deal starting from when I was like nine was Harry Potter, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, you could read those. I could read those by myself and just like get really into it. Yeah. But I think yeah. that doing it with my mom like super helped because the language is a lot different, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, for defi- sure. It's definitely geared towards a different audience. Like well, the, and- Hobbit, the Hobbit's a kid's book. Right? Oh, I yeah, don't know, sure. Carlos, but... if this is the same with you, but like for me, um, once I so once I learned um, Spanish um, and was fluent in Spanish, when I went back and read like Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, the type of English that they use is a lot more Latin based English. And I understood the words better because I was <laughs> fluent in Spanish. That's amazing. Um, I think I still probably made up words yeah. or made up you know, or like made up my own pronunciations to words oh right. i am um, sure um yeah i didn't i didn't get that at all yeah i read books just to read books i never really get too in-depth with books like when when i had like english classes they're like what's this book about i'm like it's about a guy who did a trip and went somewhere right i'm like i don't know what like the you're like it's what it said that's yeah, what, what it, it says i'm about. like i read a book to escape from things and yeah, like we've mm-hmm. t- we've talked about that, right? It's it's to to me reading more of like escapism. I don't read too much into things. We talked about this during like our status wall hand thing because you, right. you were all bummed, and I was right. like, I don't read into things. Like it doesn't matter to me. Mm. Like, I don't I don't you know, I don't visualize things. When I read the Lord of the Rings now, I visualize uh, Elijah Wood uh, mm. and Sean Aston as as those characters, right? Sure. Because, you know now I have a visual to it. So yeah, and I think like, that's hard to escape yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially um, when there's these clear I mean, there's so many parts where you're like, damn, they just took this right out of the book and they just yeah. they're like, here it is. Yeah. That's what that scene was. But then there's like there are certain things that um not everything, but there are some random moments like um that don't match up with the way the movies portrayed them that I can still see like shield Frodo and sam like yeah <laughs> but then, like i can when i'm reading it right i can still see like the Frodo and sam that i had imagined when i was a kid and yeah. it's like yeah. it's very trippy because it'll be like i'm seeing elijah wood and then suddenly it's like nope there's you got to replace it with this other photo it's someone else for this part yeah. yeah yeah my 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 aunt gave me a um xbox uh lord of the rings game it was the fellowship uh, so it was the first book right mm-hmm. um and it's got bombadil in it so you're in the you know nice. uh you know you're in the old forest and then you're mm-hmm. you're dealing with the barrow whites 
I mean, um, video game wise, that's an excellent side quest. Yeah. Like, I mean, it makes sense. And then he does the whole song too. Hey, whole Tom Bombadillo, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I thought that was kind of cool. I don't think it got much traction, but like that Frodo was different, right? That Frodo wasn't, you know, the Elijah mm-hmm. Wood Frodo. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I think you talked about it in your first podcast, like the adaptations, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with, I don't think there's anything wrong with Peter Jackson's version. You know, lots of people, lots of people had the same kind of um, criticisms about it before it came out that they, that they have about Rings of Power. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we know people who've gotten a preview of it and have given it their blessing, right? Because that makes me feel a lot better about it. Yeah, I know, um, and it's like those are our, like actual like we talk to those people. Like, yeah, those are yeah. Our friends. yeah, yeah. It's not just people that like we follow or anything. Like they're they're people that we actually like communicate with. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, but with that, like there are different ways to interpret it, right? The, there's the, the cartoon versions, right, that have purple elves, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, purple elves. Uh, you don't like the purple of, elves I'm, I'm just saying they look ugly or giant <laughs> it's not that i don't like toad them golem. Yeah, yeah giant toad golem who's like twice oh my as gosh, big that as is a so hobbit funny. my uh, friend one of my friends just just re- watched that for the first time and they were like why does golem look like a frog yeah and i yeah. was <laughs> i was like i don't know just yeah they felt they like it living, i mean it was the 70s man I was yeah, like been living <laughs> under a mountain for years and Everyone was going crazy. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was, it was huge on Reddit. Uh, was Russian? Was the Russian uh, right? And the, the the Russian. I said, oh yes, yeah. 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 And I said, I that tried to, Chris. to watch it. I tried to watch it too, but like, it's fine. Like, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but again, like, that's another interpretation of it. And, right. You know, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. I yeah, enjoyed the Hobbit. The... Chris and I both enjoyed the Hobbit. That's great. unpopular opinion. Yeah, new, new new better comes at us. Uh, about I know that. he hates it so much. <laughs> like I don't even think he can like control it. Like he's just. I like, know. <laughs> there's so like, many times, don't... and it's it's funny because he agreed with Carlos on this, and there's so many times that like I'll interject on his lives that I'm like, dude, you you keep forgetting that this was Bilbo's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Like the entire he... movie is Bilbo's viewpoint, and like. Like, because a lot of the things that he doesn't like are like, I mean, there are things that he doesn't like that don't have to do with the narrator. Right. But there are a lot of things that people don't like that has mostly to do with who's narrating the story. And if Mm. Bilbo is giving you this extravagant story. So my headcanon. Right. So this is this goes to my headcanon. This is my question that I that I now ask, you know, our guests that that Mm -hmm. pop on. Uh, So. Um, you know, whether you like it or not, um, my, my view, and this tends to make people appreciate it a little bit more is that if you watch the Hobbit, it starts with, um, Ian Holm, um, as Bilbo, uh, in Bag End, like writing, right. writing his, his book, right. Which is mm-hmm. how the Lord of the Rings starts essentially. Uh, it's Bilbo at Bag End before the party, um, you know, writing his book concerning Hobbits. Mm-hmm. Um, he's writing the Hobbit and he's remembering his journey. And then the, and then the movie kind of the Hobbit movie kind of just segues from that, uh, er, like the Lord of the Rings, uh, the fellowship, of, you know, the fellowship mm-hmm. to, you know, Bilbo's story in the Hobbit. 
And so it's just a kind of continuation. So it's Bilbo telling the story. Mm. We know that Bilbo likes to kind of like make things exaggerate, exaggerate yeah. things, right? So then that explains all the CGI, right? The CGI uh, orcs, um, mm. you know, all the fantastical things that happen with like uh, Legolas, like running across crumbling buildings and mid. Oh yeah. Right? Um, it could even explain the entirety of like because I know this is something that Newbedo doesn't and, like the whole mm. smog part. Right. Because because if, if Bilbo is trying to make it more oh, where they exciting, like trying to douse it in gold. Right. Yeah. Like if Bilbo's trying to make this story like more exciting, like he had more to do with it, like he was face to face with the dragon. He wasn't just invisible the whole time. Right. Like yeah. he wants to pump up this story. He yeah. wants to make and it we, more. And exciting. we already know that Bilbo lies about his his travels in The Hobbit. Right. He tells right. Yeah. he tells Gandalf. Yeah, you apologize oh, oh, for I, that. I found uh, it, was a, it was a gift. I won it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tells him the, the the actual story. So my headcanon is that the Hobbit movie, it's just Bilbo talking about the Hobbit, about mm-hmm. his trip. And so um, that's a cool way to look at it. I know that like it doesn't um, explain away the, the the love triangle with the Hobbit dwarf. Maybe, you know, I feel like <laughs> Bilbo, though, is a very cinematic person and probably loved drama. So he probably was like, you know what? This need we need a romance now. You know, if you just yeah. think about yeah. like uh the you know, Bilbo doesn't really something. have a job or anything. Like he can come up with whatever he wants for hours at a time. And yeah. then and then Frodo and Sam edited it out mm-hmm. when they got and the then they were like they're like, no. eh, we're not gonna use the the love triangle thing. That's a little too it's a little like, too Bobo, ridiculous, right? Do you want people to know what you actually did or like yeah. what you want them to think? That's my that's my new headcan. I just thought of that. Yeah, the, I like the, that. that they got that they were the uh the editors. Yeah, they were the editors. <laughs> and so that's that's why we have the final book. Um, yeah. yeah, and then the whole like Legolas thing. We talked about that too. Um Legolas would have been there. Right. Yeah. You I know, think that's fine. You know, yeah. find that he's in there. I mean, I don't like what they did with his eyes to be quite honest, because it makes him look a weirder. Oh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. You know. His, like, yeah. silver eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, it, you know, definitely CG got away with them a little bit. You know, you, I think we can all see that. But even parts. there, so, like, that's, it's funny, because, again, like, that's one of those things that I talk about. Like, everybody talks about watching, you know, you even talked about this earlier, watching all of the like behind the scenes and stuff for the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I feel like people don't do it as much as the, in, with the Hobbits. I do. Mm-hmm. I've watched all of the behind the scenes stuff. That's the thing is that I've only ever seen clips from the behind the scenes of the Hobbit. And I'm like, damn it. Do I need A to buy player? those? <laughs> because I, I do think that the behind the scenes they look good like they look fun yeah well and it helps because it it helps understand because so the entire goblin scene um Mm -hmm. the like in in the goblin tunnels and all of that that was actually all done with practical effects all of it they had practical suits it was a whole thing where they had like mechanical eyes practical suits it was a big whole shebang and when they did it that the goblin came except for the Goblin King, right? But all of the goblins, when they rush at him, all of that stuff, like 
the fear that the the dwarves have at that point is real because these mechanical suits were fucking terrifying. (laughs) Like these people were wearing just these really, really scary looking masks and suits and stuff. But it came out to the point where it just didn't work. And part of that was, and Carlos and I talked about this, Mm -hmm. the fact that they were using new technology. Like mm. Peter Jackson was using Peter's red cameras, that. right? He's using new technology that captures the most intricate parts of like cinematography, right? Uh, and yeah, so you yeah, couldn't yeah. hide things as much. You couldn't change things, even though it was good. They were good suits and everything. They just didn't come out the way that he wanted it to. So yeah. last minute they had to switch it. They filmed all of that practical effects did they put that into the uh extras like so uh-huh. you could see it yeah yeah so like the whole thing like the whole behind the scenes like they show all of it they show the suits they show all of that stuff and it just it it, it just didn't work and that's the thing about the hobbit is that i do love the casting and you know oh. like everyone behind the scene you know i love everything about that so like maybe i'll just get it just for the ext- like behind the scenes stuff <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing, is it it does help understand it a little bit better. mm -hmm. And, you know, I have been meaning to, like, go back and so I watched the rewatch them during the pandemic to be like, okay, Andy, you can do this and like (laughs) (laughs) to watch them. And I was like, you know, but I think that, you know, after talking to you guys and like Sarah, um, S.E. Holmes on uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you follow her, but she did like a really great series of that. Oh, down yes. Yes. Different yes, yes. parts of the Hobbit. And um, I love her. And I was like, okay, you guys, you guys are making me feel like I need to, I need to, what the problem is. And they, I think that this is like a overarching problem with people when they approach an adaptation, right? Is that we come in and we want you to replicate how I felt mm-hmm. when I read the book. That's what right? Carlos but, has talked yeah. about. Yeah. But it's like, not nobody else knows how I felt when I read right. So I, I, you know, it's like thinking about it more in terms of like it's a team effort. This is like hundreds of artists working together because I feel like anybody, everybody from the lighting guy to you know, like everybody that plays a part of that is an artist in some way and a creative person, right? And so that's a lot of visions for this to filter through like of course there's the director and like the second unit director like making a lot of big calls but um it's it's a definitely a group effort to bring any visualization to life really um and so I think that I feel like I've grown a lot over the last year <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean I need to rewatch them again yeah and I, I do feel like it helps to so like it's funny because Carlos and I, you know, Carlos said it's an unpopular opinion, but Carlos and mm-hmm. I both share that opinion. We yeah. both like the movies. And so it's and a lot I know easier. a lot of people that love The Hobbit. Yeah. It's, yeah. And so I, I do feel like it's a little bit easier for us to like, I, I, I rewatch it all the time. Yeah. yeah. There's also like, and they're fun to, to like go to a different just kind of uh, fandom. Right. Um, I was just reading something about because they're they're hyping the the new Obi Wan series on Disney. Oh, Plus. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and McGregor was talking about how it's taken him fifteen years to appreciate uh, the the prequels, right? Because when they came out, everybody hated them. Everybody right. hated them. Everybody hated even him in it, right? A little bit. I think he got a little bit more praise than most people. 
Yeah. yeah, I think more. I, I think people liked him more than anything else on yeah, those prequels. Yeah, but I think I think. Well, I mean, I I love Qui Gon. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, but he was talking about it. He's like, these movies were made for kids, right? And those kids are now adults who mm-hmm. really enjoy it. I really enjoyed it, right? Some of the 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 dialogue was just kind of like, okay, just because uh, George Lucas can't write dialogue to save his life yeah right he, right. he needed more well, help he needed he needed his ex-wife she wrote yeah. the dialogue for for she i think all three amazing. right and she did a great job Such um great job. and and he also he only directed the first one he didn't direct mm-hmm. the second one or the third one right so he yeah. directed all three of these he didn't really have anyone kind of like he did in the original he needed more checks and balances but the I'm book say. but the book for the prequels if you read mm. it it's a lot better like the, the the novelization of the films because there's more there's more there with with Anakin falling to the dark side that is oh yeah like, that isn't covered in like the movies yeah mm-hmm. the prequels yeah. the prequels need an extended edition for Star Wars to make them better the problem right. is George Lucas doesn't know how to edit himself so he'd probably just add like a tauntaun somewhere <laughs> yeah um, and, and ruin it uh, but but oh, you know. But you know, talking about the prequels and you know, just I feel like Dave Filoni could do it. Yeah, or yeah. John Favreau could do it. Um, but talking about the prequels to to you know for like The Hobbit is like mm-hmm. is made for a little bit different of an audience because it came out a little bit later, right? It's it's still geared towards you know um, uh, the book readers a little bit, not a whole lot because he took movies yeah. with it. But again, it's an adaptation. It's how he wanted to just kind of visualize it. Right. Yeah. So, well, well, and I I do think part of that also goes along with like who it was made for and who was making it. Because if you watch the behind the scenes again, everybody who was attached to the Lord of the Rings, who is also in The Hobbit, they -hmm. were all so excited to go back to Middle Earth. Yeah. Like, and and even though it was a different adaptation, it was a different vision, it was a different, they were still so excited to be a part of it. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. I feel like hating on it kind of takes that away from them a little bit too. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's, that's another thing is that so many people on the internet are so ready to forget that all these people are humans Yeah, and they read what you're saying. Yeah. Right. And it's like the, it's to discount all of their contributions is it's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's, well, let's and there's, get real. there's I mean, a lot of things that we wouldn't have too. Were it not for the Hobbit movies, whether you like the adaptations or not, the fact that Hobbiton in New Zealand right now is a place yes. that you can go and like that is because of because it went to ruin after the Lord of the yeah. Rings. Yeah. It was done. And now it's a full on like you can actually go to eat and like have a drink. And it's like a full on thing. We actually we we have somebody in our Discord that works at um at the green dragon right mm-hmm. and so it's amazing it's like, like it's just really really cool that we got other things from that as well not to mention even though people are grumpy about it we got some really cool parts we got we got more information on dwarves even though we got the sexy dwarves right they're a little bit different <laughs> but you know it's still yeah. like we got that whereas you know it's it's not the same as we we got sexy uh, drama Thranduil 
right? Which yep. is yeah. I mean, yeah. Thranduil stands <laughs> he, out there. He's fat. He's fabulous. He yeah. is. The way that he sits on the, the throne yeah. is yeah. just fucking amazing. Like I love it. Yeah. The way he yeah, pulls, Pace is amazing. Yeah. The way he pulls his moose horse. Away, yeah. Right. Uh, oh, that's in a, that's, that's in the behind the scenes. It's fucking hilarious because he's actually on a horse for a lot of it, and the oh. horse the horse keeps fucking up and keeps like moving, and he's like trying to talk and do the. So they ended up putting him on just like a green screen thing instead. Yeah. But again, another one of those. They gave him a that, sassy like, horse. Yeah. yeah, it was just another one of those things where it's like, hey, we're gonna try it practically. You know what? Didn't work. Let's go with the green screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was um, cool. Yeah. So I think we got some some cool things out of it. But moving on, even though we are talking about hobbits and we are sure talking are. about the hobbit. Right. I do want to go to we'll another to question. Edit this a different way. I know. Right. <laughs> I, I do want to go to another question of. So what made you want to start a podcast? That's a good question. So. Um, so I was making, you know, just like TikTok videos here and there. Um, just being like, oh, there's like people talking about, I think probably like Don and Nubeta were the first people that I started seeing. And then I just was looking, I would just go like hashtag LOTR and just go follow a bunch of those people. Um, and I was like, oh, like it, it, it was kind of like maybe news to me that there are so many people that don't have a lot of, um, knowledge of the books. Uh, mm-hmm. just floating around out there and just being and like people getting really into those little fun facts you could say and so I was like well you know like here's my take on that and I started with um lines from Lord of the Rings I wish had been in the movies um that was like my very first thing I still try to do it but you know uh and so <laughs> I was like uh, I it was then like okay this is now my like hyper fixation again and um because I feel like Lord of the Rings it's been like very big deal in my life and then I get obsessed with something else and then I you know and then I feel like, like a lot of people the- are like that yeah. yeah yeah but Lord of the Rings has always been there you know like I'm constantly like buying different editions of the books so I'm like ooh, mm. pretty give me <laughs> right and There's so I mean Silmarillion too I know I just saw that yeah I'm like, dang it, I got to pre-order something else. Um, <laughs> which I probably should because my Silmarillion is pretty banged up. Um, but so I was like, okay. And I have, and I struggle with like the three minute limit all the time. Right. And I was also just thinking about it. And I looked around at like, who else is creating like media around Tolkien? And I, it's not a lot of ladies, I'm going to say. Right. Yeah um you know or people of color people of different gender identities so I was like you know no one will probably listen but um it was an excuse to hang out with my best friend Anna and Mm -hmm. to just kind of like talk it over with her and then you know we started to bring on other folks um that want to talk about it with us and you know we're so we're just kind of taking inspo from like my very first series on TikTok and like comparing the books and the movies and talking about like because Anna has read the books but a long time ago you Mm -hmm. know and she doesn't remember and she is primarily coming at it from like someone who has enjoyed the movies and then I'm coming at it with somebody who's just like obsessed with all of it so we just kind of talk through that um and it, you know it's been fun it's like you know my little hobby now 
Nice. And uh, yeah, so I was just like, you know what? If nobody listens, that's cool. But at least I can like get some of these thoughts out there. That's our and- motto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's <clears throat> that's great. Like, I, I like that. I, I like that you actually started in a different format because like Carlos and I were not that way, right? Like I didn't mm-hmm. start on... I didn't like I had nothing to do with TikTok. Like I did very little on Instagram. It yeah, was just we started me. long format first. And then yeah, it was just me format. ranting about shit. And then Carlos <laughs> like, hey, you should throw that on YouTube. Right. And then we just kind of went from there. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what it was at first. This was like the podcast was first a YouTube thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like the first few episodes, it was strictly on YouTube. And then I took I I took the audio from all of those and decided to start throwing it on podcasts because people listen to podcasts more than they want to sit there on YouTube. Right. Um, Yeah. They can like have it running in the background. Exactly. Yeah. And like if nobody like if nobody wants to look at us, they don't have to look at us. They can just put (laughs) us in the ear. Right. it's funny though because yeah, i can't you remember did the, you did the youtube because your your initial title of the show was shirtless christopher talks about tolkien yeah <laughs> which was a mouthful right which was exactly what it was yeah it was it was just that it was and then, shirtless you, had, christopher and then you talking had me about on tolkien. And i'm like there's no way i'm taking my shirt off and, and <laughs> that's so funny so no one wants to see that so yeah i will i will be on your show and talk to you about it but we're wearing clothes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's great. I like hearing about how people come across into, into this part of it, because a lot of the people that we still, we still talk to, it's funny because a lot of the content creators that mm-hmm. I've been introduced to because of our discord and because of TikTok and everything else, a lot of them started like that, like on TikTok, and now they're getting podcasts. Yeah. Right. Um, that's you know, true you and and Callie and Nubetta and um and Glamdring you know all of these people are now I haven't heard has he actually made any episodes yet he he hasn't published them I know he's recorded one at least okay um, so TBD yeah but yeah because I know he's reached out and asked about like how you know what like what different platforms things. we use yeah. and different stuff like that yeah um but there there are people right and it's actually kind of fun because I in the pandemic is when I kind of started this. Yeah. Right. And part of it was because I was trying to find podcasts that I wanted to listen to because my days weren't taken up with going to work at that moment. It was just kind of me going on walks and hikes and different things like that. And I wanted yeah. something in my ear. And so I found one or two, but most of them, honestly, I didn't like. Mm, um, yeah, and so the more I found like one Tolkien podcast that I really enjoyed right and then the more that I'm hearing you guys who I like to listen to who I like your stuff already I'm like okay Thank they've you. got podcasts coming out now too like it's something that I can add to the list yeah you know yeah. what I mean um, yeah. which has been great and what's funny is it's like thinking about you know us and also like that Amazon trip that they sent all those folks on when you think about it all of us are only like a few degrees of separation from any of us you know like the 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 token community online i think is pretty tight-knit yeah you know like the it's which is a little bit difficult sometimes for me because i can get sassy about some of the people (laughs) 
understand. And whether or not they like, I don't believe that any of the people that I've gotten sassy about actually have ever listened to my podcast. So I think I'm still okay. Um, I, I until, hope, until I, for they, your sake, I hope so. Yeah, until they listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, until they listen and then they're like, hey, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure like, he's uh, these, talking pick, about me. Kick these people <laughs> off of this. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I hear you. Like, there's some, um, I think there are some people that I probably wouldn't care for outside of the Tolkien conversation. Yeah. Um, it's you funny, know. though, because some of the people that I do get sassy about, mm-hmm. I kind of would be okay with them being a guest. Just yeah. because I would like to see them in a different atmosphere. Yeah, totally. Reach, and it's like, out, it's hard to when it's like you think about because because I think that there's this is something I talked about with uh, Emily on the podcast once about this like cyclical effect of like being a content creator, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you start doing it to where it's like you're trying to lean into those things that get you on the FYP things that get you those likes and clicks. And it becomes very surface level, right? right. Like you're not really having a conversation with people anymore. You're like, portraying yourself as a somebody that has all the info right and I think that but people like feeling like they're learning a thing which I get I mean that was very one-sided that was one of the beauty like that was the beauty of having new beta on when Mm -hmm. we first had him on and he even says this in our our first podcast with him he's a different person on our podcast than he is on tiktok oh yeah and, and it's great. Like, I like seeing that. I like having people come on. And that doesn't mean that he's any, like, less knowledgeable. On the, on our podcast, he, has, oh, like, no. he threw oh, out uh, some, like, amazing facts. He contributed so much. And it was great. Um, yeah. And it was cool to have did, him on for three podcasts. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. But he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same person as he is on TikTok. He got to be a little bit more himself and yeah i think it's like relaxed right because it's like we know each other like we can just talk right and not and there's like more voices in the room right so that's not like like when you're just you with the phone and it it's a lot more vulnerable i'm gonna say because once somebody says some bullshit they're just attacking you. Yeah, like, right. I don't think people are as prone to do it when it's like a group like this. Right. Um, I think Callie's even noticed that on their lives. Like if there's multiples of like, if it's her and Nubeta and Annex, for example, then it's like chiller. But when, you know, those like keyboard warriors come in with their comments, you know, it can get overwhelming. And so you have to, and I think a lot of the time people feel like they have to present a version of themselves <laughs> that is more palatable to whoever you yeah know, whatever that may be uh, yeah I mean I, I I I think that's true this is easy for me this mm-hmm. doing this and this was even easy at the beginning but like this this is easy for me jumping on mm-hmm. in front of a camera with other people and talking with another human being yeah that's easy the best like that's why I that's why even at the beginning like I had Ariel there like Ariel was a big part of it because she would ask me questions and I would just talk to her about things right mm-hmm. that's easy for me putting the camera in front of my face and talking to an audience like they're there. Yeah. That is not easy for yeah. me. I do Chris, not Chris like will, doing Chris that. Crystal sent me text messages like, 
what should I do as for a TikTok? I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not creative like that. <laughs> which is um, which is why I don't know. I mean, you you commented on the most recent one, which is why on our TikTok now, Ariel is asking me a question. Like oh, she uh, asked she asked me a question, and I just I I spit out a quick you know minute long answer, and that's it because. Mm -hmm. That is so much easier for me <laughs> than to be like, hey, guys, today we're doing like, I just I can't do that. And I know that some people can and they do a great job doing yeah. it. For sure. I, I can't. I'm not one of those people. Um, and maybe it's just because I don't have the practice, but like, that's just it's it's tough. Yeah, I yeah. feel like because I never want to try to be a different person on TikTok. I mean, but obviously, like, I mean, I'm you're probably put on your you know your voice or whatever every time or like try to make things more exciting than maybe I would if I was just talking to somebody yeah um but at the same time it's like I don't know like I don't have any at like some of our folks that we know have like tens of thousands of followers right like doing the damn thing and I'm like you know what I I don't ever want to for me personally like I don't have any uh belief that I would ever be that right um and I so I don't want to get caught up in because like I got a job I got stuff to do like I don't <laughs> want to get caught up in trying to mold my TikTok into something that isn't fun and easy like I, I don't want right. that to feel yeah. like work so I'm just gonna like if I have a thought I'll put it there if I have a longer thought I'll put it on the podcast you know, this is just like my little token time and I don't want to change it into something that's less enjoyable Yeah. Um, or feels harder than it should be. Yeah. Um, All right. Last question on the Q&A. Well, second okay. to last question. Two part, two part, uh -oh. two part <laughs> question. Um, all right. So again, question I always ask in Middle Earth, we've got, you know, um, different races of humanoids. Um, yeah. So what do you see yourself as and what race would you like to be? So in reality, like what race are you most like, but mo like, is that different than the race that you would like to be in middle earth? Or I, you know, yeah. I say middle earth. I actually want to say in all of the Tolkien legendarium, because I, I actually think if you see yourself as like a Maya, fucking be a Maya. Like, or you, you know what I mean? Like, but, but so that's, that's, I could have been an ant. Yes. You could have been ah, an ant. Could have. <laughs> <laughs> option. I'm, I'm, I'm evolving my questions here. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You mean like outside of being a man? Yeah. I mean, like, well, so if you see yourself as like, if you think like, hey, you know, in reality of all of the races of the Tolkien legendarian, I'm probably a human, then awesome. Mm -hmm. But like, if you want to be something else or you know what I mean? Like, that's the question like, that I'm asking. Like, like my soul. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. like, so I feel like I am probably most human ish, but mm -hmm. I would like to be a hobbit. Yeah. So, I relate to I'm, that. I'm the opposite. So. Yeah. <laughs> you are a hobbit and you would like to be a man? Uh, no, I'm a, I am a hobbit. And if I could change it, if I could change my answer from earlier, I would mm -hmm. be an ant. Mm. <laughs> just, because and, have, just because I now chill. have that option and I want to be an ant. There you go. I know. I think at one point, 
I probably would have wanted to be like an elf or something, but I think that in my soul, I'm probably a hobbit, but like a, like a Tuke or Brandy book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like not, uh, like a, maybe like a regular hobbit, but like a hobbit that is likes to go on vacation and like right. see the world <laughs> and stuff, you know? Um, so a Tuke. Yeah. And I would say that, I don't know. Um, I think that that is what I have grown into. I mean, cause I like being at home and I like mm. doing my own thing, but I also like, you know, you do, you go and see people, you go and see new things and you learn and then you come back and you hang out in your comfy stuff. Right. That's like the vibe that I like. And I, I feel like, um, that's just, that's just me. I don't feel like I have like a, a dream to be another thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with who I am currently. So I think I would be happy to stay a hobbit. Um, but you know, if I could hop on one of those last boats, I'd like to see Valinor too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, I mean a <laughs> hobbit, but a Tukish hobbit. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I guess real final question of the Q and a, uh, how are you liking the, our, um, our, uh, walk Journey. to Mordor challenge? <gasps> that has been really fun. And it has also made me be a lot more mindful of like the steps that I'm doing and like how much movement I'm getting in. Yeah. Um, so that's been really great. Uh, and I, I think that doing it, I'm sure that there are a lot of people doing it alone. I think doing it as a group has been a lot more fun, like celebrating each other's milestones and mm -hmm. like, you know, um, seeing each other push each other and also seeing uh, like people posting photos of like the fun walks that they've been on, you know, just yeah. like the community aspect of it has been um, a lot more fun than I think I was expecting it to be. Yeah, well, and I'm hoping like what you were saying about like, I do feel like we 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 are good at giving like that little push for everybody. I also mm -hmm. hope that people see too that like um, there have been people who have had injuries, who have been sick, um, who yeah. have, I mean, like, you know, gone on vacation, like different stuff like that. And they can they can still rely on the fellowship to like continue and not just to continue to walk and do all of that stuff but like to mm -hmm. continue to motivate and be like hey it's like it's it's fine your your hand got bit off by your dogs you know um <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we're all out here walking for you you know what i mean yeah like yeah. it's okay that you're not feeling great it's okay that you're not doing like we're here we're we're a part of it like i'll be uh, you know we the the people who can continue to be that like we can be the boromir and put you on our back and trudge yes. through the snow you know what i, I was, mean i like, was gonna say bomber <laughs> <laughs> you know bomber isn't going anywhere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so I like don't i don't know how they carried him i know right um i do love that that's um that that's been part of it though i think that's been yeah. a lot of fun yeah and i think that that is i think that especially when you think about like fitness and like wellness stuff i think that there is a tendency and uh especially like amongst maybe nerdier folks is that like you try to start something like a program and then you maybe you don't do it super well for a week 
Right. And then you're like, well, I just fucked it all up and I, I can't do it, you know? Right. But the right. thing is, it's like every step for this counts. And that's mm-hmm. true always, right? Yeah. Like no matter what it is that how you're doing it, you know, like, cause it gives you that conversion thing. You can do a lot of different types of movement to keep moving and it all adds up to what everybody's doing, which I think is kind of a good way of thinking about it in general. It's like, you know, things do add up like obviously consistency and like that kind of thing is important but also like you don't actually have to like talk yourself into like a moral problem right when yeah. you slip up or when you do when your routine changes or life happens right. like yeah that's just how it is well and that's something that i've talked to my clients a ton about is like you're never starting over like people yeah. are always like i'll start over on monday i'll start you're just yeah. starting yeah. You're just mm-hmm. like, you're just, you're just doing Like you're not starting over. You're just doing the thing. So just like pick you it, said, picking it up again. Yeah. So like, yeah. if it's been four days that you, it, it, you're still just going, you're yeah. still just on that path and you're still moving. Right. And, and I do yeah. think it helps to have a continuous amount of people that are also on that path with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been fun. Are you planning on going all the way to Mount Doom? Do you know? I think I have to at this point. (laughs) I'm like spending the money. I think we're at like 73% right now. We're almost almost, to the Mines of Moria. We're almost. That's crazy. Yeah. Which is awesome, especially since it was like 600 and something miles. 680. Yeah. It was not tiny. Yeah. Yeah. That first one flew by. Yeah. Yeah, That was I was like, oh, that was like Chill. a week. That was like a week or two, I think. That it took yeah, something to do that. like that. Yeah, and yeah. this one's where I forget what, what we're at, but we've yeah, got to be not, almost a month in, right? I think it's less than that. Okay, so we're cruising. We're yeah. moving. Let's yeah, see. I mean, it gives you that percentage, right? Of like how oh, yeah, we're a month much in. time it should have yeah. taken. Thirty days. We're seventy-one percent, and uh, we're forty-three percent of the time. So, like, we're ahead in time of where yeah. we should be. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. I like that it gives you like the time goal. And mm-hmm. it's like you're here in like that little red flag on the trail. It's like you're here, but you were only supposed to be like right here. You yeah. guys are killing yeah. it, yeah. you know, type of thing. Yeah, I'm like, so yeah, that's cool. what happens when you have five people that walk every day. Yeah. 191.1 miles to go. So, so helpful. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool idea. Like I had never, I mean, obviously they must have spent their ad money well because I just kept getting Instagram ads for it. And I was like, I'm still Guys. getting Instagram. Ads, I know. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bought the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like those, I think the medals are like really well made. They're like really pretty. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about that. Like I've gotten some, I've done some, uh, um, you know, 10 K's and five K's and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and some medals are great. Right. I did a half, I did a half marathon and that medal was fantastic. And mm-hmm. I did a 10, uh, I did a 5k um, and that medal is kind of bleh whatever yeah but, you know flimsy uh yeah, these are like hefty these are hefty they're yeah. nice and big and they have multiple parts yeah yeah and they move. like that's the cool thing like it's, yeah there's moving like that's i'm really excited for the minds of moria one because oh, the doors yeah. open and like i know oh, i want it so bad cool. <laughs> yeah it looks super cool 
Um, so well, cool. I think well, that like the way that yeah. they structured the challenges, it's like you get like an actual thing for completing, but mm. also you have all these like helpful things along the way. So it kind of hits you in like yeah, encourages the, like, you multiple the, ways. the postcards and like yeah. the, mm-hmm. the stopping points and the little illustrations like we were all really excited to be at a fictional place on a map that's not real but like it's like <laughs> hey we made it to rivendell you know and then like, you can like zoom in and yeah. like kind of look around it's yeah pretty cute. it's really fun and like it's it is i think they did a great job at really playing into the nerdy aspect of it yeah, yeah. right because like like somebody who's not a nerd is not going to do the Lord of the Rings one. They're not going to care about it that much. Right. No. But the, but the fact that you like really narrow, like the fact that you gave on the very first one, you gave everybody a, a ring ring like, yes. like, to start out with. Like if you finish, like if you start this, you actually get a ring. And then from there, it's like, you get to look at Brie, you get to see where you are, you get postcards throughout, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just yeah. cool. It's like, like it's really I think, cool. like, I don't know what their other challenges are like. I'm sure that they're very fun and they, you know, they have a lot of different destinations and stuff. But um, I love this because it's like, I mean, I think somebody on that team was a big, at least a fan of the movies. Like, right. they seem to get it. Like, yeah. Yes. That's what we exactly. want to see. Yeah. Like, yep. And they gave us the options too, right? Where they even gave us like the longer options. So like yeah. for this one, we chose the longer option and it takes you a little bit more. I would say it takes you more of a book accurate route than mm-hmm. a movie accurate route. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, even even the first part, right? The, the, the first stage that we did was more mm-hmm. of a book accurate route. Right. Because you have right. to go through the old forest, right? Yep. You don't and the do barrow that. downs. Yeah. And you don't do that in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's like the, the route is the 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 actual book route. Right. I think the, but they're giving us movie postcards. Right. Yeah. So you hit those you hit those you hit those milestones or you hit those markers and you you know get the get that part of the movie like this is where you were. In the yeah. Movie. Yeah. <laughs>